and welcome to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist podcast. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. If you are a regular listener, then you already know that this podcast is specifically intended for those individuals who struggle with narcissistic tendencies. In today's episode, I would like to share with you what to do if someone decides to go no contact with you. The first and most important thing to do is respect their boundary. Don't create chaos, don't push ultimatums, and don't get other people involved to break the no contact rule that they have set. When someone has experienced narcissistic abuse or is dealing with someone who's narcissistic, deciding to go no contact is generally not an easy decision to make. And this is why it is especially important to respect their choice. Don't think of this period of no contact as something negative. It's actually a great opportunity for you to self-reflect and self-correct. Take this time to examine the statements that the other person has said to you. Maybe they said you are insensitive, egocentric, hurtful, manipulative, or exploitive. Take this time to play devil's advocate for your own behavior. What if there is some truth to some of the things that they have said? It doesn't necessarily mean that you are bad. It just means that you have some areas to work on. And the fact that you are here listening to this podcast means that you are open to self-improvement. And even if you don't agree with the things that they have said, approach it as an exercise to entertain the idea that maybe there is some truth to what they're saying. It might feel very uncomfortable to respect their boundary of no contact without letting them know where you stand. You don't want them to think that you've discarded them. Especially because the discard stage in narcissistic abuse is the stage where a narcissist will completely cut ties with the person that they are abusing because that person no longer serves a purpose for them. You don't want the person who has gone no contact with you to feel that that's what you are doing. So let them know by email, text, or by phone that you fully respect and understand that they need time away from you. You can also let them know that they are welcome to reach out to you at any time in the future that works best for them. In the meantime, what's most important for you is to work on understanding yourself and these narcissistic tendencies. Don't wait for yourself to feel empathy or compassion. Analyze your behavior. Do you see yourself being defensive? Do you see yourself as being controlling? Or maybe insensitive? One of the most important things that you can do is to challenge your own behavior. No one is perfect, and there is no expectation that anyone ever is perfect. But there is an expectation that you own your stuff, which in many ways is what you are doing here today. This next point may be difficult to hear, but you need to hear it. The only way this person will ever return to your life is if you are willing to let them go. What happens if you try to hold a hamster still in your hands? The hamster tries to escape. Individuals with narcissistic tendencies tend to struggle very much with situations that they don't have control over. This is one of those situations. You must give this person time and space to heal their wounds and to make sense of their experiences with you. Those who have experienced narcissistic abuse will describe it as a period of time in their life where they lost their identity and felt beaten and broken down. Give them the space that they need and be supportive along the way. Use this time to work on yourself. And remember, growth can't happen in the comfort zone. 
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Recovery for the Narcissist. I am your host, Dr. Eric Perry. Until next time, see you soon.